Today is Wednesday, February 1st, and in the news we have California seeks to quietly end jab mandates for all school children K-12 on February 28th. The same day, Newsom says he will end the state of emergency. In case you didn't know, I'll pull that up for you guys. Uh, President Joe Biden is raided by the FBI at his Delaware beach home. Interesting developments there. I will share them with you. California mom sues school district for secretly transitioning her fifth grade daughter under, quote, parental secrecy policy. You're going to want to know what these policies are, what to ask your children, and what to look out for. So make sure you pay attention to that. And lastly, the goat of the goat is retiring from the NFL. Mr. Tom Brady says, I am retiring this time for real. This is Informed Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa, and let's jump into that very first episode or article. <clears throat> but before we get started, guys, I wanted to share some news with you guys. Um, informwithanthony.com forward slash slop, shop, not slop. Uh, if you guys head on over, we just dropped some very new merch. I'm actually wearing one of the shirts now. It says my brother in Christ. Uh, that is kind of a quip that I have with a lot of uh, my audience members. If you know, you know. Um, and then we also have like anti-globalista social club. We have those in long sleeves. We have those uh, in short sleeves. We have those in beanies. Uh, we have the Christ is King uh, long sleeve. I'm probably going to wear that tomorrow. And then we also have, um, what else did we drop? Also, well, we have the brother in Christ, the Christ is King. And I believe one more, well, we have the, obviously the Trust God merch that has uh, done really well for us. And this is all part of like my faith-based one. I told you guys on social media, uh, the reason why I wanted to do a little bit of faith-based is because first and foremost, Christ is King. First and foremost, uh, God be all the glory. So I wanted to start off strong with my faith. It's it's the foundation of everything, of who I am, everything I do. So uh, thank you guys for the support. You guys can head on over. And if you sign up for the newsletter, it is 10% off. And if you become a subscriber, either on Patreon, link down below, or on Instagram, you get 15% off. So something to consider. Uh, continue to support our work. And of course, if you want to do it for free, you can like this video, share this video, comment down below, and let's get now into that very first article. <clears throat> California ends plans for kids COVID vaccine mandate. That's right. This is Ms. Diana Lambert over at EdSource. And this was published today it says California state leaders seem to be quietly closing the door on the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for school children. The California Department of Public Health hasn't made an announcement, but officials told Ed Source that uh, the end of the state's COVID-19 state of emergency on February 28th effectively ends its current plan to add COVID-19 vaccinations to the list of 10 vaccinations children are required to uh, have to attend school in person. We continue, quote, we continue to strongly recommend COVID-19 immunization for students and staff to keep everyone safer in the classroom, stated the email from the department. Uh, turnkey mobile vaccination services remain available for any K-12 school, uh, school within the state. <clears throat> the statement went on to say that any changes to required K-12 immunizations are properly addressed through the legislative process, and there are no bills mandating school vaccinations currently pending in the legislature. So there's no legislature pending, and it seems like all of this is going to be going away come February 28th. So as much has changed in the 15 months since Governor Gavin Newsom announced that California would be the first state to require school children to be vaccinated against COVID-19. And then uh, State uh, Senator Richard Pan, uh, Sacramento, talked about legislation that would do away with the personal belief exemption and strengthen the mandate. So it looks like this is going to coincide with this right here. This is the California State Association of Counties. Uh, this was back in October 20th of last year. It says Governor Ga uh, Gavin Newsom to end COVID-19 state of emergency on February 28th, 2023. Well, fast forward. It is now February 1st, and it looks like this is all going to be doing away with. Again, 
We can only hope. <clears throat> so it says, earlier this week, Governor Gavin Newsom announced the COVID-19 state of emergency will end on February 28, 2023, marking nearly three years since the state of emergency was initially proclaimed on March 4th, 2020. According to the announcement, this timeline is intended to provide the healthcare system needed flexibility to handle any potential surge that may occur after the holidays in January and February, in addition to providing state and local partners time to prepare for this phase out. This is actually not the only set of emergency that he's going to end. Uh, yesterday, I saw a report, yep, January 31st. This is uh, the office of Governor Gavin Newsom. And it says he ends multiple open states of emergency. So January 31st was yesterday. Governor uh, Gavin Newsom today signed a proclamation terminating 26 open states of emergency dating back to 2017. These include various fires, prior storms, and other incidents, including the uh, smallpox emergency proclaimed in August of last year. So on this, it's kind of a small little declaration. But then if you click on the link there <clears throat> over at his website, you can see that this is the 26th and it says, I, Gavin Newsom, governor of the state of California, having found pursuant to government code, yada, yada. I'm now, and he, he, this, is a, this is a list of them. So it's like a root fire back in uh, November 19th of last year, monkeypox back in August of last year, a couple storms, some fires, pipeline spill, energy. So I guess there was like 26 open state of emergencies already. And uh, this is like spill will at or Oroville Dam. This was February of 2017. And that state of emergency was still open somehow. Dude, this is like I was still in the military back then. Or at least I think I was like getting out. Yeah. That's how long these state of emergencies uh, have been open. And he decided to end them. But going back to that story, it looks like, look, I, you know, <clears throat> this all might be show. I don't know. But it does seem uh, that it's not only coming from California. Obviously, you guys are probably already aware, or if you're not aware, that uh, the Biden administration is looking to end the emergency mandates that came with the pandemic on May 11th. So I think that it's looking like this is all going away. Praise be to God. Um, and then especially as a parent myself with three children in public school, and then I'm sure a lot of parents have been waiting for this day, but it does look not official yet because you got to wait to the official statement by the Department of uh, uh, Public Health of California. But it does seem sources are saying, yes, it's going to go away because we are planning to end the, the state of emergency in California anyway. So I want to hear from you. Is this good? Is this bad? Are you excited? Are you hopeful? Do you think this will probably be delayed? Why or why not? Let me know in the comments down below. Then we have breaking. This is something I woke up to and I was just like, hmm, what a very interesting predicament here. Uh, but we have breaking. The FBI is searching Joe Biden's beach house in Rehoboth, Delaware. Rehoboth? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. It says Joe Biden is toast. They're putting him out to pasture. So I'm going to play that here for you guys. Mika, that's absolutely right. According to three sources familiar with this matter, FBI uh, agents, as we speak, are searching President Biden's Rehoboth Beach home for classified documents. This comes, of course, after there have been a discovery of a number of batches of documents at his think tank here in Washington and also at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, how very interesting. Now they're raiding the president of the United States for classified documents. Let's on, head on over to CNBC. The FBI found no classified documents in search of Biden home in Rehoboth. A lawyer says, and it says FBI agents on Wednesday morning searched the Rehoboth, Delaware beach home of President Joe Biden for more than three hours, but found no documents marked classified, his personal lawyer said. 
Agents could, quote, took for further review some materials and handwritten notes that appeared to relate to this time as vice president. Biden's lawyer, Bob Bauer, said a senior law enforcement source who spoke with NBC News corroborated Bauer's characterization of the outcome of the FBI search. The planned consensual search is the first publicly known time the FBI searched uh, the Rehoboth uh, residence. Agents did not obtain a warrant for the search, which began at 8.30 a.m. and ended at noon. They had not gotten warrants for two prior FBI searches or other locations linked to Biden. So this is kind of interesting the way they're framing this. Like, hey, by the way, there was no warrant. Oh, this is actually in cooperation. So it kind of seems like one of two things. And this is just my opinion. I kind of want to hear what you guys have to say about this. The timing is definitely interesting. If you guys remember last year, they asked Biden if he was going to be running again in 2024. And he said that at the beginning of this year, he would let the media know if his plan is uh, to do so. Uh, he's kind of gone back and forth. He has apparently told some people he does plan on running. Uh, there's been some people in his inner circle saying he will be running, but then it kind of gets weird because he's been, he's been asked and he's like, well, you know, if, if my health permits or, you know, God willing, or, you know, Hey, like I'm just focused on now. I'm not really worried about that right now. You know, I'm worried about the economy now. I'm worried about, you know, building back better, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really interesting <clears throat> the back and forth, but my first opinion is I think they're getting ready to boot this guy. I think he's fulfilled his duty, uh, w which was just basically, you know, uh, appealing to moderates and, and, and getting things back to normal. And I say that very loosely, normal back in D.C. Um, and I think they're getting ready to boot him. I don't, But I don't think Kamala Harris is going to be the chosen one after him. I think that they might be propping up the gun control guy, you know, the guy that uh, from California. Yeah, I think that guy. I think that. I think something is happening for sure. I don't I don't think this is normal. Uh, my second opinion would be that they're setting a president. They are making it seem like, hey, if the FBI can do this under President Biden, who is being fully cooperative, then why couldn't this happen to ex-presidents or even a future president that's in office? So it's already setting a president and, and the way they're framing it like, oh, they did this without having to need a search warrant. They're cooperating. So, so there's nothing there. So obviously you already see like the TV pundits, uh, the Blue check marks over at Twitter. Um, I actually can't use that anymore. I'm a blue check over at Twitter now. Uh, but but those journalists over there, the corporate media, um, are already saying they're like, well, hmm, isn't it interesting that for Donald Trump, he doesn't want to cooperate and they need search warrants to be able to go and find his classified information. But with Biden, he seems to be cooperating because maybe one is guilty and one is not. Yeah, they're already talking about that nonsense. But I want to hear from you. What do you guys think? What my question to you is, what Democrat do you really see them propping up? A lot of people say Pete Buttigieg. I don't think he's got what it takes. This guy can't even get flights out on time. I don't think it's going to be Kamala Harris. But then how do you get rid of her? I mean, she was kind of like a uh, uh, affirmative action uh, uh, kind of thing, you know, like, hey, get, get us the black vote. And we promise that we're going to get a, a person of color for vice president. And, and that was definitely, I don't care what you say, I don't care what your opinion is, that was definitely an affirmative action VP pick. Because if if it were otherwise, uh, then then you would have, um, uh, you would have had her passing the primaries at a lot higher percentage back when she was running for president. So I don't want to hear otherwise, but I want to hear you guys' thoughts. What do you guys think? Are they getting rid of him and her? Do you think he's really got to, what it takes to come back in 2024 and win again? Uh, let me know in the comments down below. And then uh, this is CBN News. Uh, it says California mom sues school district for secretly transitioning her fifth grade 
uh, daughter under parental secrecy policy. This is something important that you might want to know, especially if you're a parent in California. Not just in California, but I see this happening everywhere. It says a California mother is suing a local school district alleging school officials withheld information from her about her daughter's decision to change genders. Attorneys for the nonprofit law firm Center for American Liberty representing Aurora Regino filed a lawsuit against the Chico Unified School District located in uh, Buda County, California. According to the law firm, Regino's daughter, A.S., is a fifth grader attending an elementary school within the district. After the then 11-year-old girl reportedly expressed her gender confusion to a school guidance counselor, the counselor determined in a brief period of time that A.S. was a boy. Interesting. The counselor told her when she was at school, she would be identified as a male with a new name and even new pronouns. The school's officials failed to tell Regina about her daughter's gender change, according to the Center for American Liberty, because, of course, we're trying to remove the parents out of the equation. Right, folks? Quote, that is because the Chico Unified School District, like school districts across California, have adopted official California Department of Education guidance to Cal Ed Code 221.5 or AB 1266. Here, the California's DOE's guidance prohibits teachers and schools administrators from notifying parents of their students' gender transition until directed to do so by the student, the law firm said in a statement. Quote, this flips the Constitution on its head. Parents have a fundamental right under the 14th Amendment to direct the upbringing of their kids. At a minimum, this includes being made aware of life-changing decisions being made at school, the statement said. This is pretty interesting and it's really scary because I can only imagine how many other, uh, quote, counselors are having these conversations with minors and, and trying to convince them and confuse them and groom them and, and, and influence them. And they're like, hey, you know what? You're, you're probably confused or you probably have these questions because you're actually a boy. I know you were born a girl, but you're actually a boy. And oh, by the way, uh, don't worry. You don't have to tell your parents. Just make sure that it's safe between us, okay? Can you imagine? I mean, dude, I would be furious if my children came home and they're like, oh, by the way, like I have new genders and a new name because my counselor convinced me when I had questions uh, that I'm actually uh, born in the wrong body. Dude, I hope this person wins, and I hope that uh, and I hope that this is the president to strike down AB 1266 because this is absolutely atrocious. That is my opinion. I want to hear yours. Let me know in the comments down below do you think uh that this should be happening i really doubt I, you know what i've talked to a lot of moderate people and just about everyone is against this except for a very tiny demographic of people which for whatever reason these tiny demographic of people continue to to, to lobby to senator scott weiner uh to, to pass these kind of laws and, and draft these kind of legislation alongside his buddies um uh and and, and get this stuff through but this is this is very dangerous stuff and what I'm, what I'm seeing is a lot more moderates, a lot more left to center. Uh, people, especially parents, are very angry with what's happening here in California, the education system. So I'm seeing a lot of woke mama bears out there. Uh, and I mean that term endearingly, woke. I don't mean it in the bad way. Um, but let me know in the comments down below what you think about that. And then last, lastly here, we have Mr. Tom Brady. This is uh, straight out of his Twitter page nine hours ago. Uh, he posted a video that he is, yes, retiring. Once again, I'll let you listen to that. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. <laughs> I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super... Emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so 
Uh, really, thank you guys so much. So there you have it. Obviously, that's trending in the news. A little bit of culture for you guys. A little bit of football right before we head, especially to the uh, Super Bowl here. But, you know, what's really interesting is that it, it you know, when he was supposed to retire, there were rumors. I, I, I got, you know, this is allegations. This is, again, just a perspective on the outsider looking in. Um, that him and his wife back then, Giselle, I believe her name is, if I'm not mistaken, Giselle, um, uh, were, were going through some motions and that the reason why he's retiring is because he wanted to focus on his family. Well, he ended up not retiring and I believe it cost him his, his marriage. Again, this is just speculation on my part uh, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way in, in, in any means. And then he got another year out of it and, and he went back to playing and and um, I don't know. I, I, I think to myself, what, what would have happened if he would have retired last year as opposed to this year? Was it really worth the extra year? Um, you know, it, I advocate strongly for, hey, man, you know, I, I was in the military for 11 years. It was slowly destroying my marriage. Um, and, 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 and not like in a, like in a very in your face way, but I, I just knew that it was destroying me and I just needed to make a change because I'm like, I just don't know if my marriage will last all 20 years because man, military life was very tough, especially on the family. It can be very tough. And I can just imagine with him, granted, I understand he's not in the military, but it is a lot, man. You know, like it's, it's a lot of training, time away from home, traveling, et cetera. And to me, it's kind of like, you know what? retire at your peak man you know like or, or retire like when you're coming down off your peak i mean and uh you know that's that's just that's just my again my speculation i want to hear from you guys let me know in the comments down below what do you guys think about that you know is is ha, should have you retired last year do you think that that's really what it did it for him and his wife and i don't know i know that his wife i think you know what actually we might be able to find this uh but apparently his ex commented on this can we find that apparently i think she like replied at the bottom and said uh something like you know wishing you the best in this next chapter of your life okay i can't find it right away but apparently she did reply to him and i'm like okay that's good at least they have a good relationship especially when you have children that's exactly what you're looking for all right guys well with that we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here this beautiful wednesday hump day um, and if you guys want to join me again tomorrow, please make sure you like, you subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you give us a five-star review. That always helps out. Keep the light on. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys Thursday tomorrow. God willing. See you.